Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Coy. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. And welcome back to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. 401-777-1037 is that phone number. Let's go back to the call. Steve is in Fall River, wants to talk about the Patriots. Good morning, Steve. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Good morning. I just want to say... I find it amusing about the trading of Bill Belichick, and I don't want to. I don't care how he's separated from this team. Is obviously, I'm pretty sure everyone thinks his time has come here, and I'm really focusing now on the crafts. And I was thinking back, they inherited Bill Parcells. Their first move was to go get Pete Carroll, who wasn't a bad coach. He was just too young of a coach to take over this team. The contrast between Parcells and and uh, Pete Carroll's style was exactly what they did need. So they got that right. one wrong. Mm-hmm. And then they went back to Belichick because they knew him. They met him during the Parcells era. They said they would have brought him in, but Parcells, the way Parcells' deal went out, it kind of clouded them to be a shy of going into team, uh, team Parcells. So they're batting 500, basically. Uh, okay. What they do next is very important. I don't want to hear this. I want a new, complete, I think they need everybody new. Not a comfort level deal. The comfort level deal with Belichick was one thing, because the guy had a history when they, when they were talking about it in 96, 97 when he was here. Yeah. Right now, they got to look around the league and see what's going on. There's completely new regimes going in and transforming teams. If this group... The crafts are as smart as we as we've been hearing. They're going to go that way, and they're going to figure out. I don't know who it is. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Yep. It's not my job to tell you who it is. I just want the function to be completely new. Not nah, they're going to keep Gerard Mayo. Gerard yeah. Mayo. What? Yeah. Could somebody even tell me what this I, guy does? I, I mean, look. I, I mean, like. I personally like Gerard Mayo, but I'm too. with you. I mean, if they're going to hand the reins to him, that's not the answer. I, I just don't think you can give it to an unproven first-year head coach like Gerard Mayo. I agree with you, Steve. Scott, I'm not the way saying the they is, can't give you, it to somebody unproven. I, I just don't want it to be somebody that's I, been here. I understand that, yeah. Steve. I, I, I think you know. And the way the league is moving, you'd prefer to get an offensive-minded coach, somebody in you know the Kyle Shanahan slash Mike McDaniel mold. I get it. I know what you're saying. I think most fans would agree with you that that's that's probably the direction you should head in. Yeah. What? Why? By the way, have there been so many Mike Vrabel rumors out there? Like, do people think he's going to get let go by the Tennessee Titans? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe maybe they think there could be change or whatever. But like I've seen Patriots fans throw out this. I'd love to see Vrabel come in as the head coach with McDaniel's as the offensive coordinator and you know Mayo and or uh, Brian Flores as defensive coordinator. But like I don't know what, what makes you think you can put that staff together. And I also yeah I I I tend to agree that if you're gonna move on, then bring in a new regime like new blood, new new faces, new everything. Because I I think. You just you need that sort of change in the organization because I I just don't think changing one you know the the figurehead is going to instantly lead to lead to a lot of change. So and I think it, it, I think there is a comfort level, as Steve said. Yeah, too. here's my issue too, though. Every time we talk about making a coaching change, I always want to know, okay, who? Right? Yeah. You don't change for the sake of making change if there's not a better option out there. Yeah. So who do Patriot fans? Who do you? Who do I think? the Patriots should go after to replace Bill Belichick. Right now, I don't know who that next brilliant offensive mind is. I, I really don't. It could be the guy in Detroit. Ben, ben Johnson, Johnson, right? is yeah. the guy that they've been talking about. Yeah. Um, done a good job. Obviously, the Lions have put some things together. Um, so that's that would be the direction or the, the thought process yep. that I would have. Yep. It's an offensive league. It's an offensive league. I think you need an offensive coach. Um, I like Gerard Mayo a lot too, and I think. But you need an offensive talent to go along with that offensive you do. coach. <laughs> yeah, you do. But I think if you bring in an offensive coach, he's going to push for that kind of offensive talent. Like I think it, it McDaniel in Miami, I think is a good sort of setup or philosophy or way of thinking because you bring him in, and what do they do? They draft Jalen Waddle. They add Tua Tagovailoa in in house. They go out and they trade for Tyreek Hill. They get like it has all been offensive the way that they've reshaped that team, and then they go out and they they supplement it with defensive players. And I think the Patriots have a good core when it comes to defense. I think that's something that yep. if you move on from Belichick, he's gonna he's gonna leave you with. You have good defensive talent. It's a good defense. It's the offense that you need an eye on. That's what you need. Somebody that has an eye for that kind of talent and and can scheme things up in the in the modern NFL you know, the way that these young offensive minds can do it. When Josh McDaniels was fired earlier this week, I threw out there on Twitter, just speculation on my part. What if Billy O'Brien leaves this offseason, takes a head coaching job in college somewhere, and Bill Belichick is retained by Bob Kraft? Does Josh McDaniels come back for a third go-around as offensive coordinator? Maybe. Maybe he does, but I don't know. It could he benefit from going somewhere else and sort of have a clean slate? Um, I think I heard that talk in Boston this week, and I, I think I think so probably. Um, see how it's done differently in a different place, um, you know. And and if he comes in here, what what's he going to have to to work? Is he going to be working with Mac Jones again? Is it going to Mac's only good know. season was under it was it guidance. was, but I you know there's still things to be fixed there besides Mac. Yeah. Um, and, you know, where are we in terms of trying to fix You know what I don't get? How yeah. does a guy like Josh McDaniels leave a Patriots offense, go to Las Vegas with much more talent? Mm. I mean, you're talking about Devontae Adams. Oh, yeah. Josh Jacobs. Yeah. He had Derek Carr last year and then Jimmy Garoppolo this year. How do you, how does he not get it going offensively with that type of talent? I don't, I don't get know. it. I don't know. It, something goes awry. Something goes wrong when he becomes the CEO in a place. Yeah. I think as an offensive coordinator, it's it's anybody in any job. The role is different. He is the boss and it just 
unfortunately for Josh, it, it doesn't work. It didn't work in Denver. It's It didn't work here. And some people are just suited for – you know, a specific role. Yeah. And I think Josh McDaniels, we found out, is is really he's suited to be an offensive coordinator that works well for him, concentrating on that, working with quarterbacks, working with offensive players, but being the leader, the CEO, the guy that is running the whole operation, it just doesn't doesn't work. And sometimes that goes in any job in any business. It's the Peter principle. It sometimes is. you get elevated to your level of incompetence. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, and that's unfortunately that's the way I thought it would work with Josh this time. I thought I thought I looked at it as you said, like all the talent that was brought in, what he had you know, with Vegas. I was like, this is this is pretty ready made for him to to go in and have some success. Yeah. But clearly something wasn't wasn't right. And did he try to implement some of the Patriot way in in Vegas, like some of these other guys that have left and taken other coaching jobs? Maybe a little bit. You hear some of the guys in the locker room in Vegas talk about how they were sort of walking on eggshells a little bit, which is like, okay, why? What, what, what was being said or done or what was the action there? Because if, if, if McDaniels was trying to be tough or trying to be Belichick, he shouldn't have done that. He should be him. He should be Josh McDaniels. Not Bill Be- He's not Bill Belichick. Yeah. No one is Bill Belichick. No. Matt Patricia was not Bill Belichick in Detroit. Joe Judge was not Bill Belichick in New York. Doesn't work. Bill Belichick's coaching tree has borne rotten fruit. Bad. I mean, it's it's bad. Bad. Right? When you look at I, I think too many guys try to go elsewhere and try to and be, be the, Bill Belichick yeah. or duplicate what he's done here. Exactly. You can't. And the big reason you can is because you don't have Tom Brady. No. You don't. You don't, but then you're just not being yourself. Like, you're not putting your own stamp on it. Right. Like, again, these guys are not Bill. I thought the one guy that did put his own stamp on it was Brian Flores. And I know he had – in Miami it was an interesting dynamic because the rumor down there was the defensive players loved him, the offensive guys like Tua, not so much. Yeah. He was, you know, juggling Tua back and forth with Fitzpat- Fitzpatrick, remember? Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's the one guy that I thought was true to himself. Like, he was his own guy. He wasn't trying to be the second coming of Bill Belichick. Yeah. I think he finished, like, a game under 500, whatever it was in Miami. But I always liked Brian Flores. I still do. I thought he was terrific when he was in charge of the Patriots defense here. And I, I think with Flores, too, I think he is a one of those guys that was part of the coaching tree but not fully – because he had other football experiences before he got to the Patriots. Like, I think the guys that have gone away and have failed just know the Patriot way. Matt Patricia, Josh McDaniels, they completely grew up in this uh, way. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't say that. I don't think Romeo Cornell did anything. Well, that's what here. I'm saying. Romeo, I don't. I wouldn't put him in Bill's coaching tree, because I think he was... He and Bill sort of went up in the game together. You know, Charlie you know Weiss. Uh, he, but he was he had other experiences. But I still, too. I, they were failures in my opinion at Notre Dame and at, at Houston. Rome, and Romeo, Cleveland. I think he won ten games with Cleveland. Mm, uh, Romeo was okay, you know. At least, at least he was okay. It didn't, it didn't, you know, completely fail. Do you consider Mike Vrabel part of Belichick's coaching tree? And I if did, so, I would don't. he be the most successful one? I don't because no. he was a player. He was yeah. a player, and he had other experiences other places. Bill O'Brien, I wouldn't because he had other experiences in other places. It's these guys that are brought up from the video room or with a clipboard to start in New England, yeah. and then they go off, and they, they work their way up, and then they go off as head coaches. McDaniels, I think, is case in point. Like, he grew up through the Patriots system, started from the, the lowest levels, 
and it's just that's what he's known. And so I think that's part of the – they don't know any other big football operations, and I think that's part of the, the failure here. I don't know where that rumor came from, by the way, too, that – the Redskins would trade for Belichick this offseason? Mike Florio. Oh, the Redskins, not the Redskins, the Commanders. That's right. Florio, okay. Florio. It was yeah. Florio, and it's been talked about. Um, I don't know. It, I don't buy it. It's rumors, and it's really early. It's really early. But this is what happens when you have a 2-6 and six football team. This is what happens. The, this talk is what comes up. And would they do it? I, I don't know, because I think – I think if you're the commanders, you look at it and say, well, you're, you're probably going to let go of them anyway, so why am I going to trade a draft pick? You know, are you, are you, and you, if the Patriots, you're going to sit there waiting for somebody to give you a draft pick, you got to make a move to get a new coach if you're going to do that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm always, when there's smoke, but I don't know if how much smoke there is. It's maybe just be, you know, it's just rumors. All right, I have two fantasy football questions for you. Okay. You ready? Oh, man. Changing subjects here. Great great radio. Okay. So, first of all, uh, matchups this weekend. I am taking a flyer and starting the Patriots defense at home against the Commanders as opposed to the Cowboys defense, which is at Philadelphia. Now, the Dallas defense has been unbelievable this year. The best fantasy defense by far. Do I put them on the bench? Normally, you don't bench studs in fantasy football. The Dallas Cowboys defense, I would refer to as a stud, but they have a much tougher matchup. Do you think the Patriots defense warrants the start over the Cowboys defense because of the matchups, or do you say, no, don't bench the stud? Mm, That's tough because this is a – Commanders team that put up 31 points last week. Yeah, Sam Eagles. Howell's actually playing pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know if, you, but then AJ Brown has been going off for the Eagles, and they're really good. And the the thing is with a defense, you're really relying on maybe a defensive score or big plays. And Dallas has had plenty Dallas of those this that. year, Joe. And, and Philly really has had some turnover issues. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, a good point. So, so are you leaning toward Dallas? I'm starting Dallas in my league. Joe, d- you know what? I'm going to lean with Joe. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll go with Joe. All right. Uh, then I'll make that switch because I have the Patriots okay. in right now. Don't blame us when here's, you lose. I will. Uh, <laughs> here's the other question. So I was proposed a trade this week. Okay. I thought long and hard about it. I ended up pulling the trigger. Okay. My team, first of all, has – I'm, I'm lucky. My team's dominated our league this year. Yep. Uh, I'm 7-1. and one. Nice. I've got – I'm outscoring every other team by more than 100 points. Yep. Um, so you'll lose in the first round. I Probably. That's how it works. <laughs> You're right. You know. However, um, I was proposed a trade. A guy wanted to send me Derrick Henry okay. in exchange for Amon Ross St. Brown. Ooh. So – Derrick Henry was like the eighth pick in our draft. Yeah. I took St. Brown in like the, maybe the sixth round, seventh round, eighth round, whatever I took him in. Really? Like, that late? I got him. Yeah, I got him late. Wow. I got my. I waited on receivers, and I got two. I got Keenan Allen and him, and wow. they're having great years. Wow. Um, if I were in a point PPR league, I would not make the move. We're half point PPR. Okay. Half point per reception. Yep. Um, I'm a believer in – Buy low, sell high, mm-hmm. and I think that's what I'm doing here. I, I pulled the trigger on the deal. Mm-hmm. I think as the weather gets colder, Derrick Henry being in a contract year, he'll get the ball and he'll run it effectively later in the season for Tennessee. St. Brown has had a magnificent start to the season. I'm not saying he can't keep it up. He probably will, 
But I'm like, can he play any better than he is right now? Probably not. So I, I pulled the trigger on the deal. And by the way, Henry got me like 16 and a half points on Thursday night at a touchdown. But what are your thoughts on that deal? Would you it, have made the trade or not? Yeah, I, I probably would have. It's really tough to find steady running backs that get you consistent points. And that's that's the toughest thing in fantasy. Like, the, one of the most valuable players in fantasy is Christian McCaffrey because every week that he's on the field. And he's on my roster. He get, I mean, he gets you point after was point. Was CMC after point. a first-round pick, Scotty? He was. I had the second pick in the draft, and I, and I took him. Now, here's the thing. I'm very weak behind that because uh, Alexander Madison has been a disaster. Yep. I thought he would be good with Dalvin Cook out of Minnesota. He hasn't been very good. And Miles Sanders in Carolina, I picked him like middle rounds. He's been awful. Oh, he's droppable at this point. Yeah, he's a, so I, 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 I picked up off the waiver wire Gus Edwards, but I'm, I'm kind of weak at the running back position outside of McCaffrey. And by the way, I, I, I feel like I'm strong at wide receiver because I have Keenan Allen. Now I have Adam Thielen I can plug in mm. with St. Brown gone. So that's why I made it. Now I got two horses at running backs and McCaffrey and Henry. Mahomes is my quarterback. You know, I've got wow. Keenan Allen. I've got Adam Thielen. My tight ends, I've got Kittle and Dalton McCade. Wow. And, uh, you know, so that's where I'm at. Dallas defense. Well, I'm glad we could do this whole recap. I know. I know. I hate talking fantasy because <laughs> I know everybody out there I saying, know. you know, this isn't interesting, and I apologize. <laughs> but I just wanted your opinion on those two things. No, I, I like it. Well, in, in, in general, fantasy conversation, like it's tough to find consistent running backs, and you can find you can find a lot of good receivers. There right. are a lot of good receivers Agree that are very you. productive in the league. That's why I don't panic at receiver. That's why I try to take running backs early in drafts. Um, it's really not worked out for me because I have nothing to show for it in terms of fantasy championships. But, um, you know, I, that's sort of my philosophy, and I think, it, I think it does work. You know, if you get good running backs, it can really steady you as a team. You'll find receivers. All right. We'll take a quick timeout when we come back. Joey P. gives us his producer's question of the week. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.